I'm Ed. Hello. This is the Faith in Kids podcast. This is the second episode. Welcome back. I think you reckon that the first one was brilliant. You're back for more. We're delighted to have you. This is a podcast for children. We're going to be opening up the Bible together. I'm joined by Jam. Say hello, Jam. Hello. Jam writes jokes for a living. Jam, what have you written programmes for? So I've written programmes for CBBC and CBBS, and also for Miranda, among others. And you're a dad. To tell I, me the name of the children. I am also a dad to Rosie and Matilda. At least she's Matilda when she's done something wrong. She's Tilly normally. Very good. And I'm a dad to Beth, Tom and Josh. Jam and I are both dads who want our kids to know more about Jesus. We're doing this podcast to help other families know more about Jesus. We're going to get straight into the Bible. We're looking today at Luke chapter 22, verses 1 to 6. Shall we hear this being read, Jam? That's a great idea. Let's go. Our reading is from Luke chapter 22, verses 1 to 6. It was almost time for the Jewish feast of unleavened bread, called the Passover feast. The leading priests and teachers of the law were trying to find a way to kill Jesus, but they were afraid of the people. One of Jesus' twelve apostles was named Judas Iscariot. Satan entered Judas and he went to the leading priests and some of the soldiers who guarded the temple. He talked to them about a way to give Jesus to them. They were pleased and promised to give Judas money. Judas agreed. Then he waited for the best time to turn Jesus over to them, without the crowd knowing it. Great to hear that story read. Now is an opportunity for you to hit pause, pull out your copy of The Wonder of Easter. We're on page 21, and you can just go through the questions in there For ages 3 to 18, there's one for all of you. Now, if your dad is driving, he shouldn't pull out a book and start reading it. If you're on a train, you could, and maybe there's someone sat opposite you, and this is their chance to listen in to the story of Judas. That could be exciting. If you're on a cable car going to the top of a mountain... Ed, I think you've probably overthought this. We should probably move on. Oh, thanks, Jam. Yeah. Still with us? If you've pressed pause or not, there's some fun facts for you to listen to. Here they are. The passage we're looking at today starts with, it was almost time for the Feast of Unleavened Bread. And I just wanted to let you know, Jam... That's my second favourite kind of bread. ...that unleavened breads are generally flat breads, Mm. but not all flat breads are unleavened bread. Oh, okay. I know that. I know that sounds complicated. What's, so, you might need to explain to people what leavening is. Okay, so leavened bread means it has yeast in it. Right. Unleavened bread is not surprisingly without yeast. Yeah. That I think the two most common forms of unleavened bread would be the chapati and yeah. the tortilla. Oh. They are both unleavened bread. They are delicious unleavened bread. Don't get confused. Pitta bread and naan bread, though flat, yeah. both contain yeast. Oh. You cannot describe pitta and naan breads as unleavened breads. Oh, wow. So what's your favourite kind of leavened or unleavened <laughs> bread? Of those four, chapati, tortilla, pitta and naan, I have to, I have eaten them all. Yeah. I'd always go for naan. 
Nan is pretty good, but oh. you can't. But you don't. But sometimes when you want a tortilla to dip, yeah, that's absolutely true. I mean, those are you could argue these are the princes of bread. Or there's no there's no loser amongst those four. Yeah, you're happy with any. Of them, I'm happy. You, with, right? I love bread. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also wanted to tell you that uh, although not in this gospel, we are told in I think Matthew's gospel that Judas was paid thirty pieces of silver. Yeah. And I've gone away to find out how much that is. Oh. And it happens to be four months' wages for a labourer, which is roughly £6,000. Quite a lot of money. Well, I thought that, but the clever bloke who wrote a bit bit trying to explain that bit of the Bible said, actually, in terms of, like, giving up your mate to be murdered, that's a surprisingly small amount. The suggestion is, Judas, he didn't need a great deal of money to... uh, Okay. To hand over his mate. Now, here's a fun fact, mm-hmm. um, which I have for you. Yes. Um, there is, in my church in Somerset, where I go, Yes. there is a stained glass window. Yeah. And it's the Last Supper. And Judas yes. has a has a black halo. Exciting thing, number one. Yes. One of the only black halos in the country, I believe. Okay. But also, in in his garment, yes. you can see yeah. uh, like little coins. And it's like the 30 pieces of silver. Wow. So that looks great. And presumably, Jam, you do have to explain to your children, in real life, he neither had a black halo nor 30 pieces of silver sewn into his garment. Both would have been something of a giveaway at the Last Supper. Yes, indeed. Yeah, that was very much, that would have been, yeah, yeah. He wouldn't have probably flaunted them in quite that way. I love... Don't show up to a Last Supper with a black halo. (laughs) No, no. no. Particularly with the Son of God. Yeah. (laughs) Although you could argue he would know anyway. He would have known. Well, he did know. He he? he did know. Yeah. He did know. Final thing... Thing, Judas, yes. a surprisingly common name. Oh, so you, I don't, less, less, less so now. Obviously. Well, exactly. And I was thinking, you know, I've been at a football game where people have started shouting Judas at football players. You right. know, switch teams and whatever. Yeah. You know, if ever you've given a bad name, hmm. Judas is one of them. Yeah, it's not. It's never in the top ten of it, most never. common names. Don't call your kids it? Judas. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely right. Yeah, those are my fun facts, Jam. They are extremely fun. Thank you, Jam. And they've made me slightly hungry. Good. You remember the story? It was the story of Judas, Jesus, and some others. I've just got two quick questions for you to think about in your family. You can do this wherever you are, even if you're driving. Or in a cable car. Or in a cable car. The questions are this. In the story, who was against Jesus? That's the first question. And the second question is, why do you think Jesus wasn't worried? by all those friends and enemies who were against him. Got the two questions? Who was against Jesus? And why do you think Jesus wasn't worried? Have a chat now in your families. Why don't you have a quick listen to the time when I did this family Bible time with two of my friends. They are Daniel, who is eight years old, and Ollie, his brother, who is six and a quarter. 
Their mum was there and she enjoyed listening to this. Why don't you listen to the highlights? Judas was one of the disciples. That is Judas here. I'm just going to put him slightly apart for the moment. Now, it says here, Satan entered Judas. <gasps> Satan is um, the master of sin. Well done. And he is inside Judas. He is. Why do you think he started in the four Jesus group? What did you know because, about Judas that made you say that? Because um, we love Jesus more than we um, don't want Jesus to die. So That's exactly right. And that was true of Judas. At the start, he loved Jesus more than he wanted Jesus to die. But did now, you... no one else loves him. And this uh, group wants... The, what exactly wants him? To... make him die. That's right. The people who are against Jesus, this passage said, were finding a way to kill Jesus. Judas now walked over to that group and said, I want to hand Jesus over to you. (gasps) That's what happened in the story. Let me read it again. He talked to them about a way to give Jesus to them. He wanted to find a way to get Jesus right in the middle of them so they could find a way to kill him. Just making sense? Yeah. Okay, we're, we're on the final stretch now. Oh, mm. I, I, know, I know why. Why? Because um, I, knew, I know <gasps> that the disciples know yes. that if he dies, he would have rose again. So he said he brought him here yeah. so um, he could die on the cross, but then he'll rose again and come. Good work, Ollie. Thank you very much. Wow, you know the whole story. I hope you enjoyed that. Here is something different, imagining what it was like to be plotting to get rid of Jesus. Right, last item on the agenda is... Jesus of Nazareth. Oh, not him. Yes, I know. The plan is to bring him in. Really? Oh, great plan. He sounds awesome. He'd be great to actually have around here on the staff. Might ruffle a few feathers, but change is good. No, no, no. We bring him in, as in arrest him. Oh, right. Sorry, why is that? Because he's getting too popular with the crowds. Far too popular. And he healed someone. On the Sabbath. Is that bad? Yes. Terrible. Because? Because. No, because if you... I mean, you've got a sore knee, haven't you, Steve? If we bring him in, maybe he could take a look. I'm not having Jesus look at my knee. Right. No. (laughs) Although he can raise people from the dead. Will you stop this? Just saying. Sorry, so we have to work out a way to arrest him. Sorry, did I miss a meeting? Clearly. We decided he's trouble and we have to get rid of him. Now, we can't arrest him in front of all the crowds because he's so popular. Again, isn't that a sign that he's someone we should be... I'll shut up. And when he's not doing his thing in front of a crowd, it can be quite hard to tell which is him. What does he look like? Oh, a beard... Sandals. Mm, doesn't exactly narrow it down, does it? Oh, idea. Yes. You could arrest him when he's walking on water. The other disciples can't do that. Apparently Peter had a go, but he basically just fell in. We can't arrest him when he's walking on water because we can't walk on water. Again, that would suggest that maybe we shouldn't actually be trying to arrest Jesus. Can someone get that? I'll go. 
Well, we'll have to arrest him at night, uh, but it's hard to see who's who, and we don't want to arrest the wrong person. Not after last time. Your your mum was very good about it. To you she was. She didn't half give me an earful back home. Do you still live with your mum? Let's not get into that. No! Steve lives with his mum! Steve lives with his mum! Stop it! Bloke at the door says he's called Judas Iscariot. Hmm, interesting. Wondered if we're interested in him betraying Jesus. I said... Oh, well, never mind what I said. Send him in. We've got a song now from my friends Gareth and Dan. You might know them better as Awesome Cutlery. It's a great album. This is their song, God Showed Us His Love. While we were still sinners, God showed us his love. By sending us his own son, Jesus died for us. God showed us his love when Jesus died for us. While we were his enemies, God showed us his love. showed us his love by sending us his own son Jesus died for us God showed us his love when Jesus died for us while we were his enemies God showed us his love We're going to finish by listening to Daniel and Ollie pray. If you agree with their prayers, why don't you just say Amen as well, wherever you are And perhaps there's one thing you want to thank God for and you can just chip in when they're finished. Let's pray together. I'll start, then you, then Ollie. Ready? Dear Father, I thank you that even when the devil got involved, Jesus wasn't scared because he is always in charge. Amen. Amen. Dear God, thank you for not changing. You're not going to change to the devil's group. Amen. Amen. Dear God, um, thank you that you died on the cross um, and um, rose again so you took all our sins and um, we don't love you anymore. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. Speak to you next time. Bye-bye. While we were lost and without hope, you rescued us with your great love. While we were lost and without hope, you rescued us with God showed us his love By sending us his own son Jesus died for us God showed us his love When Jesus died for us